Today, I'm so excited to have Takesha Bramel with me. Takesha Bramel. Thank you. I'm so happy you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. You know, that's a loaded question, Sherry. Okay. I mean, okay. But um, I am the CEO of Girl Friday Business Solutions. We are five years in business. Um, I'm six years old, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you know what happens when you have a six I don't have any children, but I have enough um, God kids and stuff like that. You know what happens when you're six, when you're turning six? I mean, you think you know everything. You yep. have personality. You try to put up, you, you, you choose your own clothes. You do all the things. Well, a six-year-old business is the same. It's still trying to figure itself out a little bit, but it's doing a great job at it. So we are Girl Friday Business Solutions. We do, um, we are like a virtual executive assistant business and we Mm -hmm. have about 30 team members that work for us. Um, I'm also an author. Um, I've written two books, A Lady in Waiting and a book called Wowzer. Um, and I'm a speaker and coach. I do corporate speaking and um, training and teaching, motivational speaking, those type of things. So I feel like, I feel like I'm a well-rounded woman, right? Okay, uh-huh, with uh-huh. go around along with that because I rarely meet a woman that is just doing one thing. We yep. are so good at doing a lot of things and we do it well. So we really find ourselves kind of like out there doing a lot of different things and actually using all the gifts that God has given us to that. So, yeah. Well, that's, you You broke it all down. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted yeah. to talk to you because I saw you on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have to know more about this lady because yeah. she has, so much going on. And then we'll talk about this. I love the name of your business. So oh, <laughs> it was like, I have to really talk to her. And with you having the executive, you said with Girl Friday Business Solutions, it's executive mm-hmm. services. It's, vir- mm-hmm. they, it's virtual, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is something that I think, I don't want to say people have forgotten about. They have not forgotten about it because mm-hmm. it, those kind of services have been around a while. But people are now doing the whole VA virtual assistance, almost like overseas type of yes. thing. Yes, they are. And mm-hmm. with you being here, that is awesome. If you could tell us a little bit more about the specific services mm-hmm. that Girl Friday mm-hmm. offers. Yeah. So um, we do every we kind we so we change we kind of like changed how we talk about ourselves a little bit. Um, we're, we are virtual assistants, but we are virtual executive assistants, which is a little bit different. Um, we support businesses, um, and also, um, C-suite professionals. Um, we also have a side that's on the real estate side. So on the executive assistant side, mm-hmm. that could be anything from supporting the CEO of a company mm-hmm. to their C-suite professionals. So that could be creating, um, or managing their emails. Um, it could be managing their calendars. It could be all of those things, but so much more. Creating the SOPs, their standard operating procedures for their business. It could be all of those things that uh, an, that an administrative would do, but a little bit more um, additional tasks that are more skilled. Okay. okay. Um, and then on the other side, we support real estate agents. So we do their back office paperwork for their real estate and all those kind of things. So we do that as well. And then we do social media and things like that for our clients. 
Now, okay. I'm just starting a um, a side that's more on the corporate training. So we do a lot of team training, DEI training, and I would also say emotional intelligence and all types of other trainings as well um, that we're starting to do that. We're actually kicking that off right now. So that was a really, that was one of the things, and one of the reasons why I was like, this would be great to come on your show to kind of talk about all the, to talk about that new project that we're doing as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can somebody, if somebody comes to Girl Friday Business Solutions, can they do kind of like an a la carte thing or would they say, because one of the things, one of the audiences that I'm kind of geared or tapping into is the small business mm, and okay. women starting businesses in midlife and things like that. And a lot of times, like me, for instance, I do everything myself. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so do you run into people who are like, look, I may have had my business like you maybe five or six years. And I have mm -hmm. people coming in and out helping me with certain things, but there are specialized things I need. So do, can they get an a la carte thing kind of? They can. Like we have some clients that come to us and they are, well, we have a couple of different types of clients. We have a client that comes to us and they are, they have a full-time job mm. and probably a full-time side hustle or a, it's supposed to be a part-time side hustle, but it somehow <laughs> ends up being a full-time side hustle. Uh -huh. And so they come to us and we help them with all the things. It could be anything, again, from scheduling their meetings and all of that to doing all of the other things that come along with that. Um, we also do... Um, I'm trying to think of some other things that we do or other people that we work with. Um, we work with people who um, are wanting to establish a new business mm. and they're not quite sure how to do all the things that go along with that. So we talked that we work with them as well. So it's, it's a litany of different types of people. It could be a small business or it could be someone who's trying to kind of like inch into the business and figure out how to do it. And mm -hmm. then we come alongside them and help them. So there's two two different types of people. And then we also have like the larger person who is like, we have specifically one person who's a city council woman. And she's also in, and she also has her um, own business. And she has us doing a lot of different things for her, creating her designs for her flyers or things like that. It could be just a whole host of different things that we do. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned the new part of your business, which is a corporate training. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How does that work? Okay. So um, what we did is I, I had, so I'm a speaker, um, but we have team members that are so good at what they do. So one of the things that we decided to do was to kind of like to a hot topic right now is EQ, emotional intelligence, and also DEI training, making sure that people are opening and pushing the envelope with their team members. So what we basically do is you can come in, you can you can actually do an a la carte thing where you actually just buy a um a a training from us, or you can actually hire us as your chief um cultural officer where we actually come in and we support you for the entire year. Oh. So yeah, so you can you can use us in either way. Um, and so we actually have a couple customers that have now decided to kind of like use us for their entire year. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, so if a new business owner comes to you guys mm -hmm. and they are overwhelmed 
and really aren't sure where to start because we just kind of talked about that yeah. a little bit. What do you usually say to them to kind of help them out and mm. how you guys will help them? You know, I'm so I do most of the business development. So when I'm listening into a um, to a potential client, I'm really listening to their pain points. Like what is going on in your business? What are the things that you feel like are just like what what are you happy? Your happy place, the things that make give you the energy. And then also, what are the things that are kind of like, I need to give this away or I'm going to lose it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, my first client was a real estate client. And I remember her, uh, one day she called me and said, I'm ready. And yeah. I was like, okay. So I met with her and it was at a Starbucks. <laughs> and she came in with all these files and was like, here you go. But I've had enough. I can't do it mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm, so I'm really listening in and they're cluing me in on the, thi- the the things that give them energy. Now, I will say I'm more of a, pro- a, a personality profile enthusiast myself. So what I always say to people is mm-hmm. there's just some people you can be good at something, but most people that are in sales or they're the the person who's more of the extrovert and all those kind of things. I'm not saying that they can't be good at paperwork. Mm-hmm. It's just, a, it doesn't come fully natural to them. So why not give your work to someone that is going to do it faster than you do it probably more efficient than you, like all the things. So when I'm talking to people, I'm saying, you know, if you were to go out, this, let's just, let's, okay, Sherry, I'm talking to you because you do all your stuff. Okay. Yes. Now, yes. okay. So, <laughs> If you were to think about, let's say you made a hundred dollars an hour. Okay. Then mm-hmm. let's say that that's what your value is. I'm sh- I know it's more than that, but let's just mm-hmm. make it a, a nice round number of a hundred dollars. Would you pay a hundred dollars an hour to someone to do your administrative work? Yeah, probably. Well, well no, I'm not making a hundred dollars an hour. But you're making a hundred dollars an hour. So would you pay someone a hundred dollars an hour to do that? No. Your administrative work? You wouldn't do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do it? You wouldn't do it because they're, you're not going to pay an administrative assistant $100 an hour. Mm-hmm. So then why are you doing it? Mm. Like you're, and so I say that to people and they're like, why am I doing it? Like if I gave my work to someone and I'm just giving a, a roundabout number, mm-hmm. $30 or $40 an hour or $50 an hour, I, if I were to give them that dollar amount, I'm saving myself. And then yeah. I'm energized to go and get the work, okay? And, and 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 I'll go and find me a contract so I can pay that person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then, then why are you doing your work? Why are you, the 10 hours that you're spending doing your work, you could pay someone and you're saving yourself money and you're saving, but you're also saving yourself the focus to go out there and get work and do the things that you need to do. And time too, because a lot of times when you're doing that, that kind of work, it takes a lot. Of, it does take a lot of time, even though there, you might have somebody that, and I, I'm a firm believer in this, let people do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though as a small business owner, you have to do everything. But if you can find those who do what they do, 
like you said, administrative assistance, mm-hmm. they're more, they're quicker, they're on it, quicker. they've got it, and then you're you're already while you're doing it thinking of other things. Believe me, I'm absolutely, absolutely. When and you're then doing you can it, go not- and get the bacon and let me stir it up in a pan. You know that that was a thing back in the day. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I remember it. I remember that. Yeah. So it's like so much easier if you let somebody do what they do, and that way you could put the time and the effort and more of the thought into the next thing or the other thing you really need to do. So exactly. yeah, 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 I know. I, again, why I want to talk to, talk to you because I completely get it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, yes. Um, for, so as we're talking, and I know we've said this, but what is that one line? Like what, for those existing business owners, What is it that you tell them as to why they need your services? Why they need Girl Friday Business Solutions? Yeah, I think it's exactly what I just said. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. like you need to balance this out. And Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. You could absolutely go out there and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But what you're trying to do is, and now there are some people who are not trying to establish a business that's going to be long lasting. They uh-huh. are in it for this moment mm-hmm. and then they're going to be gone somewhere. But if you are trying to start a business and you're wanting to grow that business, you have to have other arms. Now, mm-hmm. I'm saying this and almost like maybe I don't even when I started, it wasn't a year before um, one of my clients suggested that I bring on a intern. Mm. Um I didn't know that I needed that intern until that intern was there. She was brilliant. She was what I needed at that moment. And she gave me other arms that, so I didn't have to sit there and be doing and going and trying to sell and then do the work. Mm -hmm. Once that intern came and, and also me reading this book, I think it was like uh, the E-Myth and understanding that like you can't, you you need as an owner, you shouldn't work fully in the business. You need to work on the business is basically what the, the book mm-hmm. the premise is. Work on your business yeah. and not in your business. I I read that book before I started my business. I didn't know how I was going to be able to actually insert someone in. But once I did and it was an intern, it opened me up to so much more. And mm. then after the intern came my first team member. And if you're wanting to actually do that, it's it's hard to do both. Um, yeah. And the energy that it takes to do it is even hard. I mean, it, it, it zaps your energy. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to say that my time is worth more. I should be focused on revenue generating opportunities and that my time is better spent there and that I'm going to go and find me a client so I can pay this person. Mm. There's a client out there that will pay for my team member. Wow. And you go and do it. Because if you want that purse, if you wanted something else, or if you wanted that trip somewhere, you save for it, you put money aside for it, you you do whatever you need to do. You go and find that contract so you can go ahead and get your your get all of your your stuff together. So you have Mm. to do it for your team as well and build that team. That is a sustainable team Mm -hmm. for you. So your team members and the people mm-hmm. that work with you, how did you, this is on a whole side thing. How did you pull that, put that, pull them all together? 
How did you come up with that and pull them together? I think it was just one step at a time. Like Uh as contracts came in, (laughs) then I started to be more strategic about like who I needed on my team to kind of exact those. Like I promised people something. Now I need to deliver. And I could all do it all by myself, but I kind of gave myself release Mm -hmm. to, to hire. I was like this right here. Mm-hmm. And that's how we are when we start a business, a yeah. small business. We're like this right here, as much as I can save, as much as I can do. And and I wouldn't have gone outside of myself if the person hadn't given me the book, the email. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I need to look outside of myself, but I wasn't ready to do it. I was still trying to stay within this little small thing. But in order to bud, the bud, I mean, like when you're talking about a flower, it has to bud, it has to expand, it has to grow and you have to let go. And so that was when I was just like, okay. So when I went to go and hire my team members, it was like one or two. And I was like, how am I going to pay this person? And there was like three and four. And then I, and then there was like one time, Sherry, I remember I probably had about 10 or 15 team members at the time. And it's like maybe a couple of years ago. And I kept, every time I would go in to pull the um, report um, with the hours and everything, I like looked at my thing and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like seeing like hundreds and then it got to thousands of hours of time. And I'm like, who me? Like, who like, yeah, no. I paying these people? Like it was so surprising to me. And I would be, I would sit there in awe. I was looking at these hours and saying, how is this working? What is going on? I couldn't believe that the business was doing what it was doing and that we were growing and that there were thousands of hours that my, that I was processing at on a weekly, bi-weekly, whatever basis. It was, it to me, was outstanding and amazing all at the same time. And a proud moment. I mean, yeah. how, how did that make, I mean, how did that really, really just make you feel? I mean, like, yes, I'm doing this thing. I was awe. I was awe. I was awe. I was like, <laughs> God, like, how is this happening? And I can't believe it. Um, last year, we doubled our business. And I remember, like, I had been looking at the numbers, looking at the numbers, and I could see there was like a slow tick up in growth, but I was really kind of like, again, like, like not thinking anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like maybe June, July-ish that I started to pull the numbers together. And I realized as I was like looking at the full picture, it's one thing to kind of like look at it from this perspective a month at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, a quarter at a time is another thing to look at holistically. And I said, oh my gosh, I sent a message to my team and I was like, this is what's happening. <laughs> the reason why it feels like we, we're experiencing growing pains. We are about to double our, our we're mm-hmm. about to double this year, our revenue. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Again, I was in awe all over again, Sherry. I mean, it's like all over here. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, are you serious that we are going to, du- we're doubling this year? If we're on pace to double and when we double, I was, I, I, I completely was lost. I was like, oh my goodness, here we go again, because we're five years in five years and most companies are, are gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some don't make it. And the ones that make it, 
five, five, they don't make it to five years. And if they yeah. make it to five years, they're pretty much almost, it, it's, it's almost, it's, it's kind of trailing down rather than yeah. going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, that's when I was like, I was, I was, awe, I was in awe, but then I was completely amazed by yeah. an African-American business, actually a, a woman owned business. When mm-hmm. we look at the numbers, men make more than us. Their mm-hmm. business businesses usually do as well, that we're in the thick of things. That was awesome to me. And you know what? That's really inspiring for anyone listening to that is thinking about even starting a business or they've always had in the back of their mind, you know what? I want to do this. This is something I've always wanted to do. A lot of women get in midlife and decide that they're going to do it, but things hold them back. And even though you said a lot of businesses don't make it to five years, but there are businesses like yours that do. And the five years are going to go by anyway. So you might as well put it, put in the time, put in what it, the effort and what it takes. Mm -hmm. And then you end up with a story like yours where you're, continuing to grow and flourish. And it was something that you started really during midlife. And what I'm 51, I'm 51 years old right now. I'm mm-hmm. 51 years old. When mm-hmm. I started then that means I was a probably about 45 ish, 40. I was right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it now and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, I mean, it has definitely energized me and kept me going for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more to be had or whatever. It's like, I feel like this is a stepping stone to so much more. And there's so much more that I want to give the next 10 years of my life. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and that's awesome. But I also think about it in terms of my team members and what they're getting, what they're experiencing, because what I've been hearing and what they've been telling me over the past couple of weeks, which has made me cry is, is that they feel that too. Like my team members are getting so much from growing beside me Mm. and me making decisions sometimes or whatever, that it's been a, it's been a really good experience for them too. They're learning a lot too. Well, you mentioned that you started at around 45. What was the inspiration? What made you decide to go into entrepreneurship? You know what? I, I feel like I, I probably could have done it earlier um, mm-hmm. and, and probably maybe should have done it earlier. Um, but um, I was working for a business coach and he was always talking about potential and all those kind of things. And so after hearing him, in so many ways, preach it over and over again. And I had worked for him for about two years. Yeah. Something seeps inside of you, potential. It's, you know, all the things. And then I, I remember going to some, uh, some millionaire producers mm-hmm. when I was thinking about my business. And I, and I'm honestly, I went to them thinking, just tell me, no, tell me to go and sit down somewhere. I am absolutely okay with yeah. not doing this idea. Right. Yeah. And so I went to them and every last one of them said, yes, this is a great idea. You should do it. And they would give me some, a one piece or another piece of the puzzle. Mm. By the time I left, the, like maybe the sixth person I was like, okay, I'm de- absolutely doing this. Yeah. And then it was like, okay. Now, how do I bring this in? Because they've given me so much information, so many things to think about. Mm-hmm. But at least one of the things that was really good, you were able to go to some people that could mentor you and mm-hmm. to, so you knew to go to someone like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. we start or we're thinking about business and we go to the wrong people. 
We oh, go yeah, to the, sure. we go to the husband or the friend or you know the next door neighbor, and they're not as excited. And then that well, kind of deflates us a little bit. But it's you know important. all of those people though have something to do with the, the whole process. And what I mean by that, your husband, your whatever. Like if you're not focused on them, that may change things. So everyone mm. has their own perspective about it because it because you and what you do today affects what they're going to be doing today and in the future, right? Wow. Um, and so they are gonna. So if they're not, if they don't have good intentions, or if they want to kind of like dampen, you know, to bring you back in, that's what they're gonna do. I went outside of those people and went to people that they knew me, but they had no, it was going to be no effect to them if I did it or not. Like, it wow, that is, them. that is actually, I've never even heard it like that. Cause you know, you people always say, well, you don't, you don't tell people your business or you don't, you know, tell people your hopes and dreams. You just go out there and you do it because people aren't going to be happy for you, but you're absolutely right. A lot of times it's just how, what you, if you're doing something, how it's going to affect them that mm -hmm. they see more exactly. so. Wow. Mm. Mm. So then you mentioned earlier that you are a speaker and you are also an author along with being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Those are a lot of hats. Like yeah. <laughs> how, how has doing those three things helped you in your professional journey? Um, and how has it made you see yourself? What have you learned about yourself? Hmm. You know, um, as far as the books are concerned, you know, I they were just, I feel like I was just a channel to those books coming. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is like, when I say that I, I can, I'm a okay writer or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I always wonder if I'm a writer. Um, mm -hmm. I can write very well, but I, those books just came out of me. Like, mm. like one day I was sitting there and I felt like a stirring. The next thing I know, within 72 hours, I had written most of the book. Wow. Like it just like, 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 I, I, and I don't have any children, but like I birthed that thing out of me <laughs> and the book just came. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean, chapter by chapter, it was just flowing and I was just writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, I don't, I, I can't say that I like that I've written a book, like just sitting there and really taking my time and like, you know, every day I'm going to mm -hmm. be consistent and write. It just, mm -hmm. well, it, it now, like once it came out, then there was like, okay, let me get an editor mm -hmm. and let, and, and then my editor really helped me form the book and come yeah. up with the, the the stuff that came out that, that came out of it or whatever and asked me, okay, right here I think you need a story here. Go mm -hmm. back and think through this or whatever and just really helped me go through the process. So so with all of that being said, the book was just a little bit different. You know, it it just is what it it was what it was at that time and it just came pushed out and I did that. Mm -hmm. My speaking is what I know is my energy. It is the mm -hmm. thing. I love being in front of people. I, I love seeing people when they got it, when they, mm -hmm. when you said something to them and they got it, that yeah. whole process. Um, I love that. I, so ask me again, what was the last part of your question? It was, what have you learned about yourself? 
um, mm. being a speaker, an author, and an entrepreneur, you, and, know, I, you know, that journey. Yeah, I think that every step in uncharted territory, I I rose to the occasion. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I was a project manager, okay, before I was a project manager, I was assistant or project manager. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, they hired me for this job and I went and figured out how to do it. Yeah. Okay. And then when I became a project manager, I was like, they, uh, they appointed me as a project manager. How in the world? Yeah. Okay. And I went and I figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was not in my field. My, my bachelor's degree is in criminal justice. But then once I became a project manager, I went and got my master's in project management. I feel like every step of the way, when I, I didn't know how to write a book, but yep. okay, the, 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 it came. And then I, the uncharted territory, I've always been able to, everything that, the the breadcrumbs and everything that God has placed in front of me are the things that are inherently inside of me. They're inside of me. They're deep inside of me. And so I can figure it out. And then there's this book called Everything's Figureoutable or something like that. Everything is. I mean, and everything that comes across your path is. And it is. It It is. And it's so crazy that you say that, too, because I remember somebody telling me when I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. They were like, what do you know about podcasting? Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing. What does anybody know? Maybe Mm -hmm. it's in some school right now. But you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's been around a little bit, but you just figure it out. And every year you, you know, grow and every year it changes, but you learn and so I was you kind of taken back by that. Yeah, I was <laughs> exactly. And I was kind of taken back by that because I've always been like you, where things have come out. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. You yes. know, you know, people say fake it till you make it, but it's not really faking it till you make it. It's just figuring out what you need to do and doing it. And, um, and nothing, letting nothing intimidate you. Now, when exactly. I was younger, I would, I would get chosen for things. I remember my church choosing me to be the director of Christian education at the church. And I was like, my pastor. And I was like, what is he doing? There are ministers that can do this. There are all these people. I would get chosen for things that were outside of my element. And I'm like, why? I would leave them like bewildered that they asked me to do it. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, but, but then in like, but then there would be something that would come inside of me that would be like, okay. It's not that hard. Figure it out. Yeah. And and, yep. and and then and then I'm off to the races and I'm doing it. And I'm now um, you know, doing these things that I never thought possible. Never mm-hmm. thought possible. Uncharted territory. But mm-hmm. here's Takesha doing it and doing yep. it well. Exactly. Exactly. Um lots of women, like we said, decide to go into business midlife. Mm-hmm. What is your advice to them? What I did midlife, 45, 44, somewhere in there, was go to people, not necessarily that were in the field that I was doing, mm-hmm. who were top notch. And I admired too, because those people don't care if you make it. They want you to, when I say care, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not intimidated by your success. 
So I went to those people and I said, hey, tell me what I can do and, and, and should I do it? And they all said yes. And they gave me something. When people mm-hmm. are not intimidated and they don't have any control over what's going to happen to you and they want the best for you. So yep. the first thing that I would do is say, go to someone that's outside of your sphere of influence and mm. go to them and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Give me some advice. You take that information, you gather that information, and then you go for it. Whatever they tell you, they're telling you for a reason. And then you go yeah. for it and you chart your own course. And just know that you will rise up to the occasion. You will figure it out. You will go and you'll start doing your research. You'll start pulling it together. Like, it's okay. And then the last thing is, it's okay. Like, fail fast. And what I mean by that is, you're going to want to, you should go and do it and push yourself and fail fast if you need to. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I think she went off. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's okay. I'll, I'll be able to cut that out. So you can okay. say again, fail fast. That was my um, interview. That was fast. my interview from Panama. Okay, <laughs> got it. Okay. Yeah. And I, okay. I'll be okay. editing. So. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Fail but, so yeah, fail fast. Like, go ahead and go for it. And I think that sometimes we try to hold on to things like reassess, reassess, reassess. And fail fast to me just means do it. And then look through and see what's not working and then take those things away, do something different and just keep going. Not, not all failure is bad. Sometimes you have to go through the bumps to get to the next side of it. And it, and let me tell you, that's what happened. Don't, it doesn't even like, oh my gosh, like why, you know, why didn't this, you know, it just, just keep going. You're going to be just fine. You know, I like to ask people for advice. And I like to ask people about the advice that they were given because I remember a while ago, a long time ago, I had started a business and there was something that this accountant told me that I never forgot. And it applied to everything I did. And one of the things he said to me was, um, he worked with small businesses and he said, where a lot of small businesses fail is they fail to prepare for success. So, I always, he said, do create the infrastructure for success. Yeah, you can get out there. And if you're selling, you know, lipstick, you can sell as many lipsticks as you want. And you have a few here, a few there. But then there might be that one order that comes to you. It's something major, Mm 10,000 lipsticks. Well, where will you be ready for that? How is your infrastructure set up? He said, so a lot of people look at the little day to day but prepare for that big picture. And that always kind of stood with me. So I like to ask people what advice, like you just said, you gave some really, really good advice because there are people that sit in it. You know, things are going crazy. Stuff is not right. I'm just going to sit in it because eventually it will. No, 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 no. Assess it. Like you said, what do I need to do? Do I need to stop this? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Do I need to hand it off to someone else? Um, lastly, mm-hmm. let's talk about the name Girl Friday. Mm-hmm. Tell us um, about Yeah, my old boss. Um, so Girl Friday was an old movie back in the day. And mm-hmm. it was a black and white movie. And it was basically this person. It was like his Girl Friday or something like that. And it really was like, you know, like th- this woman d- did 
did everything. He was his, she was his assistant and did everything like to, mm-hmm. to support him. And I was with, uh, uh, with my old boss. And this was at that time that I was saying that I went to a million dollar producer and was like, Hey, here's, he was one of them. And I said, you know, I'm thinking about this business. The business that I came, the name I came up with was just like, it was trash. I mean, it was absolutely <laughs> trash. And he said, well, I, you know, I, um, he said, I was asking my girl Friday the other day about should she do da da da. And I'm like, girl Friday, what are you talking about? You've never heard of the word girl Friday? No, I have never heard of that. And then he introduced the story to me about the movie. I left him and went to go and try to find the movie and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And I was like, that's the name. That is the name. That is the name. It is, it's like, do you need a girl Friday in your life? And most business people need a girl Friday. It's like, you need someone that is going to be behind you, support you, you know, anticipate your needs, execute mm-hmm. well, get things done for you. You can call them and say, how, how can you help me? Can you help me with this? And they're like, yes. And they work in excellence. And so, and, and we support the business owner. And that's the reason why I felt like that was a unique name for us. And that, and, and it rings true that anywhere I go, when I say that name, it starts the conversation. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I would think so because I've never seen the movie, but I remember the name and I remember that's what Girl Friday was. Mm-hmm. And also it, it's kind of a nod to an old fashioned traditional era too, mm-hmm. because now everyone is, boss bitch. You know what I'm saying? I know. Versus Girl Friday. And there's nothing wrong with Girl Friday. Girl Friday kept everything really going. Girl Mm -hmm. Friday. You know what I mean? So when I saw lady and and which is, I mean, which is great, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Be who that is, which is wonderful. Um, And let us help. Let's let, uh, but, but boss lady doesn't mean that you have to, a lot of the boss ladies that are out there, don't have team members exactly they are the boss of themselves and mm-hmm. they need that support so that's how we come behind you you can be the boss lady but have a team of people behind you that can support you yep nice yeah. well Takesha, thank you for being here on mature thank allure you. if people wanted to get in touch with you how do they go about doing that oh gosh um um, so our website is um, GirlFridayBusinessSolutions.com. And that's the easiest way to find us because you can click in there and um, and get a meeting with me on there. Mm-hmm. It's like a 30-minute complimentary meeting with me. Um, and then Takesha Bromell, um, I'm sorry, Takesha at GirlFriday, which is T-A-K-I-S-H-A at GirlFridayBusinessSolutions.com. We're everywhere on um, on the internet and also on social media. So you can, uh, our Facebook page, we have a Facebook page and LinkedIn page. So we're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, it's been awesome having you here mm-hmm. and I appreciate, I appreciate you it. taking the time. Thank yes. you very much. And you and I will keep in touch. We will absolutely, because um, I will probably at some point be doing my, we're restarting my own podcast and we'll probably be calling you for help. We're like, okay. can you help me with all the ideas? Exactly. Yeah. There've been a lot of lessons learned, girl. A lot I of lessons. Sure you can cut out all the, all the stuff and get me to the, to, to where I need to be at. And I know there's more. So uh, yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Okay. Thank you. Take care. 
You're listening to the Mature Allure Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry O. If you have a topic in mind that you'd like us to cover on Mature Allure, drop us a note in the comments or share it with us on one of our social media channels. Until the next time, remember, self-love is the key to unlocking the radiant allure that shines from within.